Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Perfect day, as usual. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. And uh, moving right along, halfway home, like I said. Friendly and handsome neighborhood sports anchor. At least um, if Paul puts the right algorithms into (laughs) the artificial intelligence machine he was working with last night. uh, I'd seen these going around. And uh, I texted Paul, I go, is this easy to do? And he said, yeah, I think it's an app, though, and we have to give our face to, like, Russia or something. And I said, well... Well, there's there's one app in particular. There's been these fads, these, these trends on social media yeah, over the years. Remember, there's, like, the old, the age app. I loved the age the aged app. filter. Yeah. There's the one, the, the Yassify, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. All that. There was, like, a hack a couple years ago and like people were getting their phones broken into i don't know how it works but if you can hack these facial recognition you can use face id into somebody's phone and i'm like well app alone is 30 bucks i'm not paying for that so did you go the cheap route 
well, that guarantees a, all of our pictures and yeah, faces are yeah, stolen. It guarantees it. Right. No, right. I uh, I already have a photo editing app. It's a different one oh. that I've already been paying for every month. Okay. And because of that, they have their own ah. AI service. And they're like, hey, you're a member. You can get it for like 80% off or whatever. It wasn't much. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll throw it down. I think it was like 10 bucks total for all of us to get our AI portraits done. They're amazing. <laughs> And I laughed uh, heartily at all of them. One thing I did notice, and I asked Paul this morning as he was scrolling through some of them, I said, did you make me have a moon face on purpose, or do I just have this moon (laughs) face? This is who I am. And he said, no, I didn't change anything. I said, so even with artificial intelligence, I still have a moon face. So whatever supercomputer intelligence is out there has decided after looking at pictures of you. And you. That your your face is rounder than mine. Um, a little bit. We're close. Paul's very lithe and lean in his. Do you get? To, did you adjust them at all? No, I no adjustments. So, the only way it works. I still have a double chin in the, artificial intelligence. You upload ten to twenty photos mm-hmm. of each person, zoomed in on their face. It reads your facial recognition, and then it creates. You know, like a hundred different photos based on the ten or ten to twenty that I give. So I gave them all real photos of you. That is terrifying. In the one that he has blood on his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Why am I a serial killer? Like, well, that was. I mean, am I at least? Um, it gives you different. Like, I got like ten different Santa Claus bends. I have chubby Ben with the flower ring around his hair made me laugh. Here's Ben as a goblin. Ben as a goblin. Uh, ben in Hell with fire behind him is fantastic. <laughs> My favorite of all, though, has to be Ben <laughs> in the leather jacket and the Roy Orbison glasses with his jet black hair <laughs> slicked back. I laughed so hard at this one. And there's one of me that looks like I just crawled out Straight of a... Straight from the movie Grease. I just crawled out of a dumpster in this, <laughs> the, me, this one. And what it, filter is that or whatever they call dumpster. it? Dumpster. That that Woods looks like he is crawled out that of the apocalypse. One is titled it's like slightly smoking still. It is unbelievable. He's been, he's been charred. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's how I feel That's a lot of days. horror movie. Yeah. Horror movie Woods. That's how I feel sometimes when my kids are misbehaving. Look at that. Oh my god, I had so much fun uh, looking at this last night. But it did. You know what it did? It gave me insight. Like if Ben was, if Ben had that midlife crisis that so many men do, and was like, "I'm single now," and you were, were walk, walking around, you walked in here with a leather jacket on and those glasses, how would I react? Like, what would be, <laughs> how would be, like single out there, Ben, be at forty-eight years old? I assume you'd think I'm very cool looking. Do you think you look cool in that, in the leather jacket and the glasses? Yes. Yeah, in a certain way. I mean, I look confident. Like you do look I can, confident. I can rock this look. Anyone who thinks they can rock that look must have some inner confidence that a lot of people don't have. I I, I don't have it in real life. That's why I don't try to rock that look. I loved these though. I really had a lot of fun with them, and I'm still uh, portly faced in all of them, which I don't understand. But apparently, that's just AI can't take away. <laughs> All of your issues, but uh, man, I I I had uh, 
I had a really, really good time with that. Oh, there's some breaking news from Jeff Passon if you want to hear it. How do you say this guy's name? J.P. Fireisen? 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 Uh, right-handed reliever J.P. Fireisen is headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers, Ben. Oh, and I said they were breaking the bay. It's a trade. Oh, did they shed big salary? ESPN. Heading back to Tampa Bay is a minor league pitcher. So he is. They have uh, helped bolster their bullpen. So there you go. But they had uh, the Rays had just DFA'd Fire Rising. Yeah, so they needed to trade him or release him. Also, he's so gonna, the, I'm guessing that the cost was fairly low for the Dodgers. Also, he will be injured and out most of 2023. So there you go. Well, this is see now. This is more evidence from my yeah. my inside source yesterday who said the Dodgers are really now focused on 2024, that that's the season that they're planning on reloading and going for it, that this is a scale-back year for the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, to try to get under, scale it back. Under the luxury tax, um, there's a, a method to their madness that they are planning this and don't expect them to, to go after any of the big names left on the free agent market there. Only a couple. I mean, Dansby Swanson, Carlos Radon. After that, uh, it's been a... Unlike some of previous off-seasons where we've been waiting around until late December, January, even February for some of the free agents to sign, and I'm not talking about the lockout, I'm just talking about previous off-seasons that have been very slow, this one now, most of the most of the big names have gone off the board. There's only a couple of them left at this point. It's been, a, it's been an active off-season oh, it's, so it's, far. It's been really, really active. Really, really active. So, yeah, there's your, your Dodger counter to Carlos Correa. J.P. Fireisen. Fireisen? I think that's I think that's how you say it. Fireisen. Does that sound right? Yeah. yeah. Sounds just right. And again, he will be out most of next season. So with regular water, it will bloom in six months, and we'll look forward to that, Greg. There you go. Thanks for the breaking news. You are very welcome. Breaking news on 97.3 The Fan, as always, is brought, brought to, to you by, by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Even the somewhat disappointingly banal. Banal or banal? I've never known. I'm not sure. I either. love the word. Never known Breaking how news. to pronounce it. It's not banal. <laughs> banal. It's banal, right? <laughs> Titular. It's banal. <laughs> banal. You're a pervert, is what you are. Ben Higgins. That's AI with some sunglasses. That's leather jacket, Ben, <laughs> in that talking about banal, is what that is. That's leather jacket, Ben. You creep. You're a massive creep and a shock jock. You knew it wasn't. I was going somewhere, and I forgot where I was going, because that just threw me for a loop. I have also thrown myself for a loop. <laughs> I've been looped. Looped. What was I going to talk about? I've completely <laughs> blanked. That really threw me for a loop. Are we going to um, talk a little bit more about our Christmas and holiday sure. extravaganza? I think that would be a good time to do so. We still have um, you know, these gift cards that we're going to be giving away, and we're looking for you to nominate... A person or a family that you think could use some extra cash during the holidays uh, for whatever reason. They're down on their luck. Uh, they're just really good people. You tell the story. You submit the name by going to 97.3thefansd.com slash holiday. And then on Friday, we're going to be giving away $500 gift cards during our Christmas and holiday extravaganza. 
Uh, we want to thank our sponsors for making it possible, Bird Rock Coffee Roasters, Seven Mile Casino, and Nancaro Realty Group. Uh, just tell us why someone you know deserves that $500 gift card, and then listen in on Friday throughout the entire morning as we give them away on the air. So, like, one of the fun parts of our extravaganza every year. Yeah, it's such a fun day. It's very uh, loosey-goosey and, and a lot of fun and celebrating, you know, uh, and the end of a, a big year for us and for you guys, and just like to celebrate a little bit, and we'll do some really funny stuff. We'll have some funny sound clips. We'll have all the things. We have a couple of interviews you guys are really going to enjoy, get a kick out of. Um, we're working very hard behind the scenes to make sure that you can live stream the entire thing, and it's looking good. It's looking good right now. Uh, so that will be awesome. If you If you're working, you can still throw us on, watch the live stream. Paulie, question for you. You'll know this. If you miss it, you're like, I got to work that day. I want to watch the live stream. You'll be able to watch it later, like on YouTube or something, Yeah, right? so the plan is we will broadcast the entire show the live. The whole show. We've never done that before. On YouTube. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be live. We'll tweet out a link, and we'll post it everywhere. But, yeah, you can go on YouTube. Uh, we, we do have a YouTube channel. I don't know that we've ever put anything on there. I, so. didn't, I did not know that. I did not well, know that either. We have a Gmail account, a show account, and with Gmail, you get YouTube. So we do have a YouTube account. Uh, we'll probably start using it a little bit more. But, yeah, the plan is we will live stream the entire show, uh, you know, 6 to 10 a.m., and I don't know how long it takes, but shortly after we end the live broadcast, at, call it 9.55, uh, it will then populate and save on youtube as a full show so okay. if you miss it um you know i watch youtube videos all the time you can just cast it onto your tv if you have a smart tv or yep. whatever like it's a lot easier we thought oh do we just want to put it out on twitter it's like well then you're stuck to your phone or your laptop so if you're working from home or you're going to watch it later when you get home you have a youtube app on your tv or you can cast it with your phone however you can do it you'll be able to watch the entire show can they comment and stuff do we have mm -hmm. like a chat feature yep. all right but there's not going to be any swastikas or penises like last year when we did the Zoom, right? Somebody was drawing. We will be the only ones in the actual. Okay. Because last year when studio. we did a Zoom, some guy was drawing swastikas in there, and that wasn't cool. And then the guy we, drew a wiener, and that wasn't cool either. I think our mistake there was we tweeted out like, <laughs> the "Here's the link to our <laughs> Zoom meeting. Click here," and you know. Key trigger words and people just search Zoom, Zoom meeting, link, whatever, and they can. Here's the password. No, right I, I mean the racist <laughs> Zoom comedians. Yeah, out the there. wiener was funny, but the swastika. That's not cool. We don't I need don't that. See that. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be fun. In fact, Polly was just saying, should we should we tell people like one or two of the things we're going to be doing? And normally I would say yes, but in this case, and and Woods was saying no. In this case, I actually think I'm going with Woods. Everything. Kind of a surprise. You're just like gonna, you're just going to have to tune in and find out. And I would I would like to confidently say you shouldn't be disappointed by our Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. You guys, if you've heard them before in the past, you know we go all out. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. You won't want to miss a single minute. Yeah, you really don't. You want to be here the whole four hours. Um, it's our, our big goodbye for the year, and we'll be back ready to kick some ass in 2023. We have a lot of stuff planned. 
already. The Ben and Woods Open coming up in uh, 2023 in April. That's going to be amazing uh, this year, even bigger and better than last year. we got spring training coverage. We're going to have uh, fantasy camp coverage. Going to be talking to guys like Jake Peavy who are going to be out there and, and the usual suspect. It's, it's going to be so much fun. And then, of course, we're all looking forward to opening day. It's going to be massive massive this year so uh, a lot of good stuff on the horizon for this program for the tier ones um, that's why we do it and we appreciate you guys very much first though we're looking back at 2022 another edition of men and woods wrapped with one of our favorite moments from the year coming up next this segment of men and woods brought to you by the golf mart and we'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 the fan don't go away All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rap, rap. Up 2022 here on Men and Woods, looking back at some of our favorite moments of the year. And uh, Woodsy, since we just had a chance to check in with Adam Jones <laughs> from Qatar, yeah. as he is heading uh, over to the France Morocco match in a couple of hours, they boy they play late. So it was it's seven twenty three right now. Yep. in Qatar, he's at dinner, fancy gourmet dinner with his yeah. wife. What time are they playing? They play at eleven o'clock a.m. our time, which is ten p.m. Their time is when the match oh, wow. starts. Late start. Watched the uh, entire match yesterday, and uh, my God, Argentina just messy. Uh, how old is he? Thirty-five years old. Yeah, this is probably his last go around. I mean, he could be an elder statesman in four years, but his last as a star player for Argentina. What a you know again one of those guys I've I've just watched, and I thought to myself, I uh, really crapped the bed by not watching him more. Because in 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 by all accounts, Benny, that's that's like top three greatest ever. Do it. And Obviously, he scored on the penalty kick. Yeah, great, great kick and the it's assist goal. Though, but the oh the third God. goal, the assist, the assist, where he turned his defender around in circles, circles, went around him, and then nutmegged him. Right, perfect pass uh, to uh, Alvarez for his second goal. Just that's when they call soccer the beautiful game, and you go. That's why we think soccer is the best sport in the world for plays like that. I don't disagree. It's hard to disagree. When you watch that, you go, okay, that is gorgeous. It's amazing, Just, man. That is artistry. 
and athleticism all combined. Now, with soccer, you also have to deal with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of not that. Correct. As well, when you're watching Correct. matches to yep. occasionally get some brilliance like that uh, from Messi. Not every team has a Messi. Most teams don't, especially in this country. You don't see that that often in my mind. But when it's perfect, when it's like that, of course, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous sport. Yeah, there's there's guys that have uh, come along in other sports, and I thought to myself, you really messed up by not being more in on him a decade ago. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've missed a lot of, of things, but, uh, you know, better late than never. Uh, but it was, a, it was a dirt nap from the get-go. I mean, Croatia, there was just... There was just no way. I mean, the fact that Argentina lost their first match to Saudi Arabia. Probably, and and I think Messi said this yesterday, probably helped them. Oh, yeah. Focus in. Like, that just jolted them awake more than any other team in the tournament, and they've ridden that focus right to the final. Sure was fun to watch yesterday. So uh, today, you know, Morocco's going to, they're going to show up. It's going to be really, really loud. But, um, you know, I think everything's pointing right now towards the, the France Argentina final, which will be which will be must see TV, uh, and then it's all over. It ends on Sunday, yeah. Sunday, third right. place game on Saturday and championship match on Sunday. All right, so yeah, Adam Jones will be there tonight in person, which yep. will be uh, bananas. He's been all over the world this year, um, globe trotting, and kind of teasing us a little bit with some of his locales. And our our rap moment today uh, comes from a pre pre interview. He was set up on Zoom. And we weren't on the air yet, but he was just kind of... He was on a yacht. He was, he was on, showing off. Yeah, showing he was off. just showing off, and Paul was recording, and we played it on the air later. It's uh, Ben and Woods Wrapped with Adam Jones. Okay. Adam joins us via Zoom. Correct. You know, each week, and we don't know where he's going to join us from. And Polly said, oh, he's not in Barcelona anymore. And then we got a little little preview. Now, Adam has a few minutes while we're setting up during the commercial break where... We're not interacting. He's just kind of waiting. So he's and talking to himself. So he's kind basically. of filling the time here. Like I can chat with him on Zoom, but we can't talk to him. Yeah, you can type in like chat words without going over the yeah. air. So we're chatting, and then he says, "Hang on, watch this." And he turns on his video feed, and he's showing us the backdrop to where he's it, at. It looks like a villa on a beautiful hillside with a blue sea oh, in, the, in the distance. It's it perfect. is unbelievable. And the spread that he had in front of him, we talked about the beer. He had uh, breakfast spread, just fruit everywhere. There was it a looked, cake. It, cakes. It looked incredible. So he tells me, he goes, hey, watch this. And we were rolling so that he could record Manny effing Machado. And... Here's what it sounded like at our expense. Show you. You want to be jealous, you bastards? I don't know. Look at this, you fat asses. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. You rotten, no good mother. Okay. And this beer? Fire. Fat asses? What? Then, I mean, compared you, to Adam Jones, absolutely a hundred percent. And compared to most, but also, you, you fat bastards! What? Are you kidding me? I mean, obviously, we're boys. We're breaking balls. That's what boys do. But it laid me out. I, I needed don't be jealous. And bastards! I don't know. I'm gonna switch the camera. Look at this, you fat asses! I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. Look at you, you rotten, no good mother. That's my favorite part. So good. And this beer. Fire. Fire. <laughs> what do you have, it's one of the 
my favorite parts in our four and a half years yeah, as a show. So that Hands down, that, really was, that moment off the air. You fat. Yeah, you fat asses. Yeah, it just goes to show you. It's not what you say, it's how you it's say it. It's how you say it. He said it all with love. Yeah, I was not offended in the slightest uh, by it. In fact, I was quite honored to be called a rotten, no good MFer by and, Adam Jones. And to be 100% honest, yeah. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I was very I've jealous. I've been jealous all year of Adam Jones's lifestyle. I mean, you, you've had nine vacations this year. And yeah, still, and none, none of, of them, them have really been close. None of really compare to what even like the worst of Adam Jones's vacations. You know what sucks, though, when it really sinks in? You'll never have one like he does. Never. As long as you live, you're never going to have a vacation like he vacations. You'll have a nice vacation. Bastards. But it's never going to be like his. You're not going to be on a yacht. You're not going to be in a villa in the Pyrenees or wherever. Like, it's never going to happen. Private jets. Private jets. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. You fat asses. He's going all out. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. Look at you. You rotten, no good motherfucker. Maybe uh, win Powerball Fire. Maybe like four in the afternoon. I'm like, you're drunk. You're drunk. He's had 17 of those <laughs> beers. There's no doubt. Well, we love AJ, and I know you guys all did too this year. Uh, just, just a, uh, he's brought so much to the show and so much to um, our lives. Getting to know him has been. We're all the better for it. Speaking of uh, former Major League Baseball All Stars, uh, Adam Jones was one, and we got another one on the way coming up next. Brett Boone, uh, who Booney. is uh, one of our faves, and. Uh, he's killing it on his podcast lately. Uh, we're going to check in with Brett Boone before the end of the year as well. Get his thoughts on Carlos Correa to the Giants, what he thought about the Xander Bogart deal to the Padres. Uh, you know, playing, moving over to second base for Hassan Kim. Guy who played a lot of second in his career. Should have some thoughts on that as well. So uh, we'll chat with Brett Boone when we come back with more Ben and Woods. Uh, first, a reminder the uh, holiday market is back at Gallagher Square at Petco Park. It's open every day. 4 to 10 until December 23rd. Enjoy Christmas lighting displays, seasonal food and beverage, Santa, and other holiday characters. And new this year, guests can also expect to see live reindeer. I know the coach, John Quintero, was very excited about live reindeer at Gallagher Square. Tickets are on sale now at Padres.com slash Holiday Market. Back with Brett Boone after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This hour, 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Gomez Trial Attorney. Seriously, get a real trial attorney. Get Gomez. Uh, we got Brett Boone standing by. We'll get to uh, Brett right after a check of traffic. By the way, I think Gomez is on my wife's list. She loves his really? commercials. Yeah, God, he, uh, he went to U- USD, played yeah. football there. I've yeah. seen those commercials as well. She adores Gomez Trial Attorneys. Adores it. I mean, he's always on the Padre game, so just a huge fan. There you go. The list is getting longer. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> not to my knowledge. All right, we'll get to Brett Boone right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's now, go, out go now. to our, our premier Chevrolet of Charles <laughs> Bad. 
fan hotline. I waited this time, and we're joined by former Padre, Mariner, Major League Baseball All-Star, Brett Boone, Boone! back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Happy holidays, Brett. Good to have you back on. What's going on, guys? It's been a while. It's it has, been a minute. It has been a minute, man. I want to, you know, Ben just wished you a happy holidays. I wanted to start there because we do our big Christmas show on Friday. And we'll get into all the free agents and, and all that. It's been a, a nutty off season, But in the Boone household, was it just like baseball bats and gloves and helmets and stuff? Like, I can't even imagine what Christmas was like for the Boones when you were growing up. Well, Christmas, it was different. We grew up in Jersey, so it was, uh, no, I think it was pretty normal, but it wasn't, the baseball bat to that, that was just a year-round thing. But Christmas, <laughs> Christmas time, I wanted a snowmobile, you know. I, 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 I had all the baseball bats. I had all the gloves, and, and obviously that was the, the overwhelming topic of everything. Of course. I mean, Dad, Dad played until I was, you know, until I was 21, 22 years old, so it was always in the house. But yeah, I was more. What on a, earth did you guys talk wanted, about at the dinner table? I, 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 wanted just the, baseball. I, wanted, I wanted the normal stuff like motorcycles and snowmobiles. And did you get you know, the typical? Typical. Uh, once in a while, I did. Yeah. Once in a while, I, I, I have to admit, you know, growing up, Dad did a really good job of, of uh, keeping us grounded. You know, he was in the big leagues my whole life. But at the same time, I, I I had a pretty blessed childhood. So yeah, I got some of the, and usually mom would sneak them in. Dad would be rolling his eyes. Oh, when did you get that for him? You know? <laughs> so so mom so mom spoiled us, and dad tried to keep that keep that thumb on our neck. I love it. That's what dads do, man. That's what we're supposed the, to do. The family That's dynamic, though. I mean, how hard was it for your mom? And yeah, you yeah, know, great with, question. You know, with the, the summers, obviously, completely occupied. Your grandma, your mom, yes, your wife, your your sister in laws. <clears throat> I mean, all of them what? have had to le- deal with this yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, and it is, and and it's amazing. My mom is amazing. You know, my grandmother, uh, she passed away. You know, a few years back. Uh, grandpa, you know, grandpa Ray's wife, and she was a, she was an angel. And I remember, you know, at, at the end of her life, just kind of looking at her and, and to, to the day, um, you know, she would be going to games up until when she passed away. And I, and I just thought about it, you know, when you'd have a, just a humbling moment, I'd look at her and I'd go, this woman right here, you know, at the time she was about 80 years old. I said, who on earth? has been to more games than her men women anyone and i'm saying i don't think anyone has because she started with my grandpa in the pcl in the 40s and she she would her thing was keeping score so she'd go to the game and she was one of those you know there's there's a lot of fans out there i'm sure you see them all the time they keep score to every game they go she kept score to every game she kept score of every one of grandpa's games through his career and then she had my dad, obviously, who played longest out of all of us. Anytime she was at a game, my grandpa was a scout for 40 years before he passed away with the Red Sox. And he would take her, take her along to all the minor league games, oh all the God. high school games. And she would keep score. Then my career, then Aaron's career. And uh, it, it's amazing. And, and I, I was in awe of her. I'm like, what, what this woman has seen and what she's kind of – She's lived this ultimate life. Now my mom is kind of in that role. You know, she's kind of, she's the matriarch of the family. I just think, how many games has this woman been to, you know? And now she's going to her grandkids' games. And uh, 
it's a pretty cool life, but but definitely have its has its challenges as well. My wife came to four innings of one of my adult league games, and I was very touched that she made uh, the effort. Yeah. She then locked my <laughs> keys in the car after, so it was really a, it was a, quite a day. For, she did not yeah, keep, it, she did not keep score either. Yeah, I mean you've got to be man. It, you know, it looks like a glamorous life, and a lot of it is. You yeah. know, there's definitely a lot of perks. Let's not let's not. Uh, Sell it like it's this. Right. You're, you're just you're you know you're. It's not like you got handcuffs on and you've been given this sentence in life. If you've got to be a, a major league baseball player's wife, and then oh by the way, your kids are going to play and your grandkids are going to play. I mean, it's a pretty cool thing. It's a blessing, but at the same time, it's it's a lot of work. I mean, we're we're a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. And after a while, you know, could you imagine the stories my mom's had to hear? coming home from the game and it's like all right all right how how am i going to get him locked in for tomorrow and then when their sons start calling mom i'm just not swinging good and well what do you think it is brett have you been eating well you know (laughs) hey don't have 14 beers after your game brett maybe you'll play better tomorrow (laughs) why don't you why don't you start with that That is such good stuff man we're talking to our pal brett boone this morning i gotta tell you booty too i'm watching your brother at the winter meetings, and typically, you know, a manager, a general manager, the poker face is usually pretty good. But I think faced with the prospect of potentially losing Aaron Judge maybe to the San Francisco Giants or even the San Diego Padres, your brother at one point was like, I got to admit it, I'm nervous as hell. I just really hope we get this done. You talked to him, uh, you know, obviously more than we do and got better insights, certainly. How how nervous was he losing an MVP and a homegrown kid and, and really just a great all-around human being uh, from that lineup of his? Well, you know, I, I've got a good story for you about that. You know, what do you mean you were talking I was going to come to the winter meeting? I ended up coming that Tuesday. And I snuck in, you know, I get a little FaceTime, walk, sure. walk the uh, walk the lobby. Promote your podcast. So, I get it, yeah. So so I sit down and uh, I'm, I'm meeting Aaron and, and my agent and then Phil Nevin joined us and Dusty Baker joined us and, and Buck and Showalter sat down for a while. So I had all the managers at the table and I was kind of running the, I, I was kind of the uh, master of ceremonies. So I was just kind of pinging it around all of them and kind of laughing. Because I didn't have a dog in the hunt. And, I, and I'm kind of needling Aaron a little bit. I see Aaron with that nervous look. He was and, and let's be Let's be honest. And, you know, for, for, for TV and radio right now, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be Aaron Boone's brother. But he, he's really Brett Boone's brother. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but in that realm, you know, I've, 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 I've uh, learned to accept it. Hey, you're the Yankees. The the Yankees manager's brother. I said, yeah, but the, the whole life he's been my brother. But yeah, I'll wear it. So I'm watching the look on his face, and uh, and I said, Aaron, what, what's wrong? He's like, I I really don't know what Judge is going to do. I said, you know what Judge is doing? He's playing this negotiation 101, and he's playing you guys like a fiddle. Brian Cashman walked by. I saw the same look on Brian's face when I saw him. They they were, they were worried. They hadn't heard from him. They're hearing all this Giants news. And I sat down and I said, Aaron, let me tell you this. Do you think Derek Jeter had a good career? Do you think he did good for himself? I said, he's probably the bar, right? He set the bar for how to market yourself, how to get the most out of your career, how to act accordingly. 
Uh, he just did it perfectly. Yep. And he's Derek Jeter, and he's got the key to New York for the rest of his life. And it's an unbelievable thing. A ton of respect for Derek Jeter. What a career great player. But on top of that, he did the, He was the captain of the Yankees. He was a shortstop. He ended up winning five rings. I said, do you think Aaron Judge is dumb enough to leave that? I said, he's sitting, he's walking around all these cities with 62 home runs in his pocket. I think the closest guy to him probably had 40. Yeah, somewhere around there. I, I said, he just bet on himself. He's going to San Francisco. He's playing this out. He's not going anywhere. There's no, I said, first of all, right center for, and for a guy myself who hit a lot of my home runs the other way, the last place on planet earth you want to play is in San Francisco, even for Aaron judge the six, eight, two eighty Aaron judge, that right center field wall is so big. I said, first of all, he's going to lose 12 home runs a year, just playing there. He's the guy to be the captain of the Yankees, have an unbelievable career in New York. I mean, being the and if they win a World Series, being the breath of the Mickey Mantles and the Derek Jeters yeah. and the great Yankees of all time, that is worth on it. How much is that worth off the field itself? I said, Aaron Judge is going nowhere, buddy. Did it I help? Said, You'll see. Did it help him? And, and it really, it really didn't. He looked at me like I had two heads, and he was still like a he was still like a worried little kid that Santa wasn't going to come. And uh, lucky for me, I went home that night. You know, I slept great on my pillow. Yeah, you fell right asleep. And I woke up. Right. It, it, who cares if I'm wrong? You know, I, I don't have a talk about. And uh, they announced it the next day that Aaron Judge decided. So I called him and I said. Just listen to your brother more often. I got this handled, and uh, but it, yeah, he was stewing. You you definitely read the room right when you saw his face. Uh, Judge had him worried, but I think about you know what a what a what a year Aaron Judge had, and you know I think he was offered two hundred and sixteen million dollars as a thirty one year old. Going to be playing as a thirty one year old, and I'm thinking, man, as a player, that's really tough to turn down. Sure. At that age, he goes out and has one of the greatest years of, you know, in the last 20 years. He made $150 million in one year by betting on himself. Pretty awesome. They got him back. I never thought he was going anywhere. I mean, and especially a guy in New York, um, if you have a heartbeat, if you're a player, it's where you want to be. It's in the middle of everything. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, the, the press is tough. It's a daily grind. But he's obviously proven that he can more than handle it. And not only as a player, but just his personality. He handled it with, with so much class. The way he goes, you, you can tell the city absolutely adores him. His teammates admire, you know, really respect him and admire him. And, and I couldn't imagine if, if I were in that role in the, in the greatest probably sports city in the country and being the player that he is. I couldn't even imagine walking away. It's like when Aaron was re renegotiating his contract, and I talked to him once in a while. He said, "What do you think?" I said, "What do you? What do I think? You have a four-year contract on the table to be the the, the manager of the Yankees. What are you going to do? Manage somewhere else where it's a little bit where it's a little bit easier? You know, they're not as hard on you." And uh, I said, "Man, I want to be in the thick of the things. I, I want everybody to hate me when we don't win, but when you but when you do win." Wow, that's for the rest of your life. And, uh, you know, the difference is is the Padres, what a great run last year. They beat the Dodgers, you know, the the big dog, probably the best team in baseball. Yep. They have a great postseason run. You know, I watched those games at Petco, 
and and that city the city was on fire and those fans i haven't seen them like that in a long time i haven't seen any fans like that in a long time they end up not getting to you know to the to the world series but the sentiment around town was what a great job you know the padres beat the dodgers and what a great job bob melvin did and and bo mel did do a great job but i'm thinking what what how different it is, you know, sure. where my brother's in the witness protection program in New York <laughs> and, and out here they're praising the Padres for being good point. It's baby steps, you know, it's though. A, we need baby steps. That's a good point, Brad. No, and it's great, but but it's a different world. But for me, as a competitor, I want to be in that in that on that on that hot seat all the time. I want to be in the witness protection program <laughs> because I because I know if I do win a World Series as a Yankee, that's forever and that never goes away. And you go down in Yankee history and you're a legend. So I said to Aaron when before he signed the contract, I said, if it's me, I, I've signed it before he even got to my desk. I said that's the only place I want to be. And uh, he ended up signing it. Hey, Aaron's done a great job. You know, it, it's tough. The press is tough. They they expect nothing but a World Series. But when you honestly break down the teams he's had in the postseasons, and I've been honest with him, and it was funny because Dusty was sitting sitting with us, and Aaron and I looked at them both. I said, Dusty, I told you, and, and I had talked to Dusty before the series, and I told Aaron, I said, you know, we were talking about the Astros-Yankee matchup, and I said, the Astros are better than you. You know that, right? They just are on paper, oh, and yeah. as we all know, we watch this. We watch it, all of us. We watch this this sport diligently, and, and a lot of times on paper doesn't necessarily pan out to what happens on the field. So of course anything can happen. If the Yankees were to beat the Astros, that's baseball, and you get hot at the right time. But on paper, if if everything goes how it's supposed to go, uh, the Astros beat the Yankees, and they move on, and they ended up doing that. And, uh, but, but you know, I'm proud of my brother. I think he's done a really good job, I think, <laughs> handling everything that you've got to handle back there. And, and to win 100 games, I think, three of his first four years, I, I think he's done a great job. And, and I'm pulling for him to get some more players. And, and for them, it's it's really about staying healthy. That team has really gotten dinged up through the years. They've sure. got a lot of players that seem to get hurt a lot. You know, and I, and I think he's done a really good job with uh, the the players that he's had on the field at the time, and and uh, I'm always pulling for him. It's tough for me to actually pull for the Yankees, but it kind of by <laughs> default I have to. You know, by default I have to now. Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of him. But it is fun to watch him stew and, and <laughs> in those atmospheres when really, you know, I have nothing on the line. Catching up with uh, Brett Boone, and we're actually pretty much out of time, Brett. That was Love it, uh, man. Wind him up and let him go. Quite that was the amazing. Answer. I, I will, if if you can keep it to under a minute, since you were at the winter meetings, the judge news breaks, we were there Wednesday morning, we hear the Padres were in on it, the Padres were in on Trey Turner, and then they announced that they signed Xander Bogarts. It's not the franchise you played for back in the 90s anymore. This Padre team, man, they're opening, you know, they're opening the, they're loosening the purse strings, aren't they? Bogarts, what a great player. Uh, a couple, I, I mean, look at the Padres right now. Uh, they got the best lineup in baseball. Yep. Machado, Soto, uh, Tatis coming back and Bogarts. Uh, interesting to me. And the one thing, the one point I'll make is I keep hearing this. We got to get a shortstop, shortstop, shortstop. I'm looking at Fernando Tatis and I know Kim did a great job last year. Uh, they're worried about next year. Machado has the has the option to to opt out of his contract, and it's kind of backup for that. But 
I don't know. It's going to be an interesting spring training for me to watch the, the interaction between Tatis and Bogarts. Tatis, oh, yeah. for me, one of the best players I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, an Alex Rodriguez-type talent, uh, who plays shortstop, by the way, and everybody's talking like he's not the shortstop anymore. It's going to be an interesting dynamic for me. I know young players. I know talented players like that. Uh, they tend to have – they're pretty confident people. And to tell him, you're not going to play shortstop anymore – it's going to be interesting for me to how that pans out in spring training. And, and, and I think for Bob Melvin, having that plethora of talent is a good thing to have, but it's going to be really interesting. And, and I don't think Tatis is going to be your left fielder. Put it that way. Okay. We'll see. All we'll right. see. You I never know. I love you it. never know. Brett, you never know. maybe we'll have to talk to you when spring training rolls around. But thank you so much for joining us here at the end of our year. Great it's stuff, always great man. catching up with you. Great stories, too. That was awesome, man. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Red Bone on our Premier Chevrolet of Girls Bed fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Girls Bed. Visit them today in the Girls Bed Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. I mean, we say, yeah, you know, they'll make it work, but... Brad Boone says there's ego, well, there's of things to play. I'm gonna we're gonna be watching body uh, language. We'll we're gonna become body final, language final experts. Final hour of Ben Woods next here on 97.3 The Fan. All Star Closer Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.